0: You know, I feel like I owe you an apology, not because i not because I purposely lied to you no i i I would never do such a thing. I would never purposely lie to you, but only because I said the bowl season is is good it's action packed they' good matchups, and you know traditionally they are, but you know what folks, we are in the year of transfer portals. That's that's the year we're in. That's what happens. So what I'm saying is, some of these matchups aren't aren't good at all. And we're gonna get to it. Congratulations to the teams that won. I don't like to put asterisks next to wins. I don't. But I wonder, I wonder if West Virginia beats North Carolina 30 to 10 if they didn't have all these opt outs. I wonder if Arizona beats OU 38 to 24. Oklahoma has six turnovers if they don't have all these opt-outs. What I'm saying is I love the transfer portal, people. You know that. I love the transfer portal. But can we do something about the timing of it? Can we wait till after the season? Because this is getting ridiculous. Oregon State losing to Notre Dame 40 to 8. Maybe that happens if they don't have the, all the opt-outs. I get it. Oregon State lost their head coach. I get it. Largest bowl win in school history for Notre Dame. They put an exclamation mark on their season. Oregon State ends the season on three game with losing streak. But what I'm saying is we are in the years of where these bowl games, you're really going to have to look into them. You're going to have to look and see how many opt out I'm glad that we have an opt-out option to look at. Because some of these games that were supposed to be marquee matchups are, they're duds. They're true duds. Missouri beats Ohio State 14-3. Ohio State played with their third-string quarterback last night. You don't think Ohio State misses Kyle McCord? I think so. Marvin Harrison Jr. is on the sideline. Listen, if I'm the coach, hey, bud, I appreciate you for being here, but don't be here. If you're not going to play, I don't need you on my sideline. What are we doing? I get it. This is where we are in college football. I get it. This is that guy Jig Sports podcast. I am him J I G. Subscribe, rate, and review. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast. Just, just, subscribe, rate, and review. We have an Instagram now. That guy Jig on Instagram. So, I mean, that's what we got to do. But anyways, we're back on these bowls. And more importantly, we're back on the we're back on the can, can I vent? Can I vent? Can I get off script a little bit? Can I get off script? I'm listen, this episode about college football, I have so many emotions about it right now. You know, I'm I'm so I'm so upset about these matchups because of players opting out, but at the same time, I love them opting out. I love them having the ability to do it. I just wish they had to finish the season. This is the only time where free agency is happening during the season. You can't do this in any sport. You can't do this. You can't switch teams mid-season. You know? Shout out to the players that are playing and then playing to transfer at the end of the season. You know? Like, shout out to you. And once again, shout out to the teams that are winning their ball games. You know, since the last time we talked, shout out to, you know, Minnesota, Texas State, Kansas, USC, Oklahoma State, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Arizona, Kansas State, Boston College, Rutgers, Missouri, Notre Dame, Clemson, and Memphis. Shout out to you guys. Big 12's taking some hits too also. Sidebar Big 12 is taking some hits and losses. Iowa State, bad loss. OU, bad loss. I get it. Transfer portal. I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, you still got to go out there and win. Six turnovers is, that's tough. The fact that they only lost by 14, they should deem themselves lucky. College football, is, it's going to a place of, of, of not only is it pay to play, but what are we paying for? If we're not playing for a fi- if I'm not playing for a national championship, I'm not playing postseason. That's where we're at right now in college sports, which is okay. Which is okay, as long as we can move this window. This window has to be after the season. But then on the on, but then on the same hand, on the opposite hand, you say, well, these coaches don't wait till after the season. These coaches leave midseason. These coaches go wherever the hell they want to go. Figure it out. This is a listen. You get paid enough money to figure it the hell out, right? That's the other. Hey, that's the other side of this. It's time to start recruiting some extra depth, right? It's time to. It's time to start recruiting some extra depth. That's the. That's the. That's the other hand. Yeah, we can. We can. We can. We can move the window. We can make it to where players have to wait until after the season. Okay, let's do that. But what does that do for morale of a team that has a player that you know, they know, everybody in the university knows, is going to transfer? He's talking to other other colleges. Because right now, the real problem is tampering. Nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room. We want to talk about all the other zoo animals. We want to talk about everybody else, but not about the big-ass elephant in the room. And that's tampering. So let's say we push the window. The window's pushed back after the season. So now you have that player that we know wants to transfer on a team that can now influence other players. I hate to call that person a cancer, but in this body it is. So now I have a cancer in my locker room for an extra four weeks. Cancer spreads. Misery loves company. Hey man, I talked to I talked to the receiver coach over here. They said they can give us this. They said you can come too. That's how it works, guys. That's how it works. It's just that simple. So we 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 really got to find a a happy median. A happy median. I think that there should be an emergency pool of players. That you can pull from. If we are going to allow people to transfer, there should be an emergency pool that people can pull from. And you can get that player for a couple games. You can get that player for your bowl game. Huh? Case in point, wide receiver, division two. Not mean, not many, not many options. Gets in the portal, ill-advised, doesn't have many options, doesn't have anywhere to go. Well, you know what? You can come play for Iowa State for one game. We'll pay you $10,000 or $5,000, whatever. Come play, come play for us for one game. You get film. You get opportunity. If I like you, you stay. If not, go go on your happy way. Go back into the portal. Do what you do. But I think there should be a pool of players that if they opt into the portal and they are not getting a significant enough attention to go to another school, they don't have another offer. If they need more film, if they need more opportunity, they should be able to be pulled, to be called on, to be paid, because we're already paying to play. We're already paying to play. So don't so so don't come at me crazy with that. We're already paying to play. So we should be able to. These colleges should be able to go in there. You're a quarterback. You you need more film. Come play in our ball game. Five thousand dollars. Boom. I got a quarterback. This game is now competitive. I'm not playing my tight end, Syracuse, to play quarterback in a bowl game. I'm not ruining people's money. People don't spend thousands of dollars, take off of work, travel across the nation to go to these bowl games to watch a tight end play quarterback. They don't want to see that shit. And and that's not the player's fault. Once again, it's not the players, people. We need to look at the head. The head of the snake. That's what we need to look at. But what I'm telling you is there needs to be a pool of players that these colleges can pull from. Because the top, the top four, the playoff teams, they're not going to be affected by opt-outs. There's not one playoff team that is affected by opt-outs because everybody is playing unless they're injured. If they're injured before, they're probably opting out so they can get healthy for the draft. Whoopty bam, blah, blah, blah. But these teams are adding players. Alabama has people coming, has players watching their practices because they're looking to transfer to Bama. So my thing is if you're not in the top four, you need players. Florida State did all that complaining about not making it the playoffs. They've had 20 players opt out. That's the difference between playoffs and not making it. We are going to have a a significant uptick in opt-outs if we do not make a major bowl. And that's no one's fault. You can't blame the player, hate the game. That's what it's about, folks. Hate the game, not the player. So as we move forward, as I get off of this rant on this portal, in 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 this corral, I gave you the problem, and I gave you my solution. Jig's solution to all this crappy bowl games is to put a pool of players, allow these players to be able to be bought for one game to play in a bowl game for extra film. That's my solution. Now, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some of these matchups, because I want to make some money today. Okay? I want to make some money. I know you do, too. Today's matchups, we got Ole Miss and Penn State, Auburn, Maryland, Georgia, and Florida State. Now, that Florida State-Georgia game, don't even talk to me about it. In Florida State, all this stuff you're doing right now in college football will be studied. The way you're acting will be studied. It will be studied. Because you're going to get yourself in some waters that you're not ready to swim in. And I can't wait to see it. Georgia's probably going to hammer it on them. Auburn and Maryland will be a good one. SEC versus Big Ten. Auburn will probably get the victory. I don't think Little, uh, Little Tiger Below is going to be playing. The game of the day will probably be the Ole Miss-Penn State game. Only a couple opt-outs on both teams. Both teams will be pretty healthy. I like Ole Miss. I like Ole Miss in this game, straight up. I like Jackson Dart. I like that offense. I like, I like, the, I like the Lane train. Lane Kiffin is a bad SOB. He does it. And he's telling you right now, I don't want to have to use the portal, but I will. You better shut it down before I start going crazy. Lane Kiffin's warning you: You better shut it down before I go crazy, because he's already going crazy, folks. So don't get Lane going. So those are that's that's who I like today. I don't think James Franklin is going to be able to. I don't think they have the offense to keep up with Ole Miss. Penn State's defense is elite, but I just don't think they have the overall offense to keep up with Ole Miss's offense. Ole Miss's offense will find a hole. Lane Kiffin is an offensive guru. He will find a hole in that defense, and they will get points. Can Penn State keep up? Can that, off, can that quarterback keep up? We don't know. We don't know, but we're going to find out here in less than an hour. And we are literally a couple of days away from the, from, the, from, the, from the national playoffs. Alabama, Michigan, Texas, Washington. We are a couple of days away from that. A couple of days away. We're a couple of days away from seeing the Nico era take over in Tennessee. I told you we were going to see him. I told you we were going to see that freshman, the five-star freshman that has changed state legislation in the state of Tennessee. Nico. He's the real deal. Tennessee is going to be very good next year. They're going to be very good. They have a lot of receivers coming in. They're looking like they're going to get the, the uh, Texas AM wide receiver. Transfer portal still popping. You heard me rant about it earlier. Tennessee's in there doing their thing. They're recruiting receivers. This offense is going to be dynamic. Hypo's going to keep it scoring. And I'm very interested to see what this kid, Nico, does. Now, I think he's going to throw for a good amount of yards. I don't think, I, I don't think they're going to have the leash on him. I think they let him go, they let him run, and they let him go crazy. That's what I personally think. And that game is on Monday. So, and later on that night, you know what it is. 3 o'clock, mountain time, Alabama versus Michigan. Nick Saban going to do his thing. They're saying no. They're taking extra precautions because of the sign stealing. I mean, that is, that is an excellent play. That is an excellent play by Nick Saban. All of his players are saying it. They're letting them know that we know what you do, and we're still about to beat the hell out of you. I like Nick Saban and the Tide in this game. I like his players. They seem focused. You know, Michigan, you know, they have a lot of of outside noise that they're worrying about right now. Harbaugh is still looking like he's flirting with the NFL. I mean, it's rumored that he's going to L.A. These players know that, man. So it's gonna be very it's gonna be very interesting to see. I think, I think, I think Alabama is going to be able to physically impose themselves. Offensively, I think Alabama is gonna be able to do a lot. I think they're gonna be able to throw the ball a little bit. I think Michigan will try to take away Jalen Monroe. but you gotta understand Michigan's defensive coordinator is in the NFL now. A big part of that of their success last year was that defensive coordinator. He's the defensive coordinator for the Ravens now. So, I'm telling you they're gonna find holes. Alabama has the athletes, they have the playmakers. They're gonna try to take away his running ability, and he's going to shred this defense. This is this game I think is gonna could get ugly. As far as Alabama's battle-tested. Alabama played, you know, a tough schedule, beat teams on the road. They know what it's like to be behind. Michigan has had a relatively easy schedule. They've only played two ranked opponents, both at the end of the season. Ohio State's overrated, of course, and Penn State, don't get me started. So at this point, this is a very much a prove-it time for Michigan. Very much a prove-it time. Because you're not going to be able to run the ball 26 times. You're not going to be able to just just, just throw the ball. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to say, we're not going to throw the ball anymore. This game will get ugly. Bama is not... (laughs) Nick Saban is not about that life. That Texas and Washington game. This is going to be a revenge game for Texas, but you know there's a lot of hype on Texas right now. I think people are really over over underestimating, overestimating Texas and underestimating Washington. Michael Penix and these guys are the real deal. They're the real deal, no pickle. So I look for them to leave some sour faces on Monday night. This is the game of the night. This is the reason why this is prime time. This is going to be a prime time, slug slugfest. Let's put up some points, America. Let's put up some points. And let's also are putting it up there, man. Let's go ahead and put up subscribe button for your guy. Because this is that guy jig sports podcast. I am M J I G. We're gonna get out of here. We got one more one more episode dropping later on. We're gonna get out of here. Make sure you watch these games. It's It's gonna be a great, 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 great day of football, I hope. I hope after all this ranting. I eat crow, and these are some good games. But at the same time, do your research and make sure you see who's opted out. Remember, we are, we are hammering the old Miss money line today. We are hammering the old Miss money line. And this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Peace.